This episode of Lash Boss Radio is brought to you by Paris Lash Academy. If you guys haven't heard of PLA, they are known for their pro-made fans. Even before uh, pre-mades, pro-mades were a thing and done well by a lot of companies, they were doing it right. They actually have their own manufacturing facility in Vietnam, and that is just next-level quality control, if you ask me. Um, I love PLA because uh, their team is just so incredibly generous and kind and sweet. Last year, I met them at the event that I threw with LashCast, which was the Las Vegas Lash Social, which was during IBS. We're doing it again this year, but um, I met them there and they were all like all smiles, all hanging out, just looked so happy to be together. And I just really liked that. I love that inside of a company. So They've got great quality products and their customer service is like unmatched. They're probably one of the most generous um, companies that I have come across. So thank you so much, PLA, for sponsoring today's episode. If you guys want to shop Paris Lash Academy, you can do so at parislashacademy.com and use code LASHBOSSRADIO for 15% off of your order. Thank you again, PLA, and here is today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today I'm joined by Paul Lubers of LashCast and LashCon. We're going to be talking about LashCon coming up this year in October in Anaheim, California. We're also talking about something really exciting we're doing for the second year in a row in Vegas in June on the 25th to be exact. So stay tuned and please welcome Paul. All right, Paul, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio for like the third time. I, I'm, I'm aiming fourth. for four, maybe four. I don't know, but <laughs> at least three. Yes, definitely. Very the, excited to be here. You're the longest. You, you're, you've been here the most out of anyone. So it's a big, well, big thing. It's an honor. And uh, and uh, we're the two longest going podcasts. So it's kind of appropriate, I think. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I know. There's so many now. It's crazy. But that is true. We were the first so we're the ogs yes. all right we can uh when everyone looks back in 20 years from now they'll be like yes shelby's name will be in gold as like one of the last you know podcast ogs it'll be cool <laughs> <laughs> um so in this episode i really wanted to bring you back talk about LashCon because it's grown to be so huge um you guys are changing locations this year we also are planning something really fun for this summer so i just wanted to bring you on to talk about it so yeah um, yeah, tell us about LashCon, um, what's all going to be different this year and everything. LashCon this year is, we're kind of calling it uh, the Coachella of Lash Conferences because mm-hmm. it's just a circus. There's so much happening. And also because we like to think you need to come and build your own con. Don't come thinking you're going to do everything. If you do, you literally go crazy and 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 just not be able to handle. Because there's literally at every moment we have something going on. Um, there's this year, like most conferences, you know, you generally go in a room, you hang out, and you meet all your friends. It's a lot of fun. It's really cool. But you know, when we started this five years ago, and Shelby's been part of everyone with us, so it's always been a blessing to have her bring her expertise to our con. But and you're, I think you and really strategies are the only people that have come to every con. Oh, <laughs> everyone wow, else. Thank you. We'd like to switch up. And then that's mainly because we don't want to just have the same speakers every year. We do like to mix it up. So this year it's a whole different lineup with my, with just a couple returnings because Shelby and strategies are just our biggest, really just 
uh, I will say leaders in the world when it comes to team base. Like, what do you do with team base? How do you do it? Shelby is like the queen of doing it right and strategies of the company that started it. So that's that's it. But that said, um, this year we have so many new upgrades. One, the hotel's three times the size. So last year we were in a nice, cute little hotel in Pasadena. And now we're at this convention hotel that's right, by the way, 10 minute walk from Disneyland. So that's other bit. If I already know tons of people are buying tickets to go to Disneyland, either before or after. And the big thing I'm telling people is don't buy your ticket yet. We're gonna have a discount code starting in July because they don't give you discount counts more than three months before the event. So we'll have a 10% off discount code for anyone who wants to do Disneyland and LashCon, just, just wait for that. Um, and you'll get that coming very, very soon. But so aside from that bigger hotel, a lot more space, a lot more room. Our trade show area is going to have like over 90 to 100 booths with all types of Lash brands and other supporting type of companies that you can go buy, test, try out, meet your favorite people. But we also have a really cool thing, which is going to be like a lounge area. In that lounge, there will be a uh, massage area where you can go get a massage for like like 10 for 15 bucks and get a little 15 minute massage. So we'll have that set up. We're also going to have some other other services in there that you can go in and check out as well as like we're looking at permanent jewelry, maybe microblading or something like that. And then next door, we have a game room. So if you have a boyfriend or husband who's bored, we can just send them to the game room. <laughs> and you can oh, go there. I love that. There'll be foosball, ping pong, um, all sorts of different games, pool, and so forth, along with our again, Instagram room, which will be bigger, more expanded, so you can go take all your friends, take photos. It's going to be well lit. It's going to be really well um, with music playing and all that. So that's going to be kind of new things we're going to have. And then we're looking to do a podcast room, which I haven't told you about, but we're thinking about setting up a room where people are, all our fellow podcasters can um, take spots or rent spots out of that if they want to. And that way, because literally every major name in the industry is there. So if you want to get people on your podcast, you can take that room and bring them in. So that'll be fun. And you can go watch. I think we're going to allow people to go and sit down if they want to watch their favorite podcast or they can. We also have, we're going to look into having a photographer there to do headshots. So if you want to get your headshot done, there'll be a little station, go by, pay a nominal fee because we're going to subsidize ourselves. So you can go in, get your headshots. And then of course, it's really always about the parties and the speakers. We have an amazing new lineup, almost all new people, maybe a few returning, but overall it's a powerhouse lineup we always go out and get national speakers that speak at big giant trade shows that come and we have a few of them coming that are really going to be great they're going to either give you some marketing expertise or some motivation some mindset hacks and just really help you in the bigger picture and then we have the breakout sessions and this is where we talk about build your own con we have five breakout sessions you can go to each of those rooms and you can build your lineup and there'll be one, two, uh, five different breakout sessions you can go to, plus two lunch breakout sessions. So technically seven, because one of the things we heard from people last year saying, we really want more, more education. Just give us that. That's why we're here. We're here to learn. So we decided to expand the education, add more breakout sessions. And so that way you can kind of pick those seven that you want to go to. But the good news is we're recording every one. So when the con's over, you can come back and you can watch the ones you miss. And that will be on our app. We're the only conference I know that has an app that it's interactive. You can meet friends. You can do all sorts of fun stuff. And it's a great place to connect and to build your schedule. And then when the con's over, watch the replays. Also, another thing too, on that app, you can reach out to speakers and sponsors. So it's really a great tool that you can fully integrate and interact with each other. And we, oh yeah, we also add, we're going to do a movie night 
on Monday night. So we're gonna have to give alternatives to people. So while people are, because some people say, look, I'm not a party person. I'm not there to dance my 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 butt off or like that. I just want to come hang out and see some friends. That's why we added the cafe. So you can sit down with the cafe. There'll be a coffee shop in there. And that night we're thinking about adding a bar. That's not hundred percent sure, but maybe we'll have a bar at night. So you can sit there, meet friends, have a drink, have coffee. And then we have a movie night on Monday. So when the PJ party is going on, we're going to show a couple movies down in another area. We're going to have this room with TV screen or big screens sound. It should be fun to watch some cool movies. We don't know what movies yet, but it'll mm -hmm. be something uh, like we say, we're always PG rated. So everything yeah. about us is like PG or PG 13. So yeah, it'll, it'll be family friendly ish. I will say <laughs> then. Um, oh, and on Sunday night, we're, we're going to add, looks like we're going to add two escape rooms. So if you don't feel like going to the, um, what is it, the party? The, the, that's the karaoke party along with the Lashy Awards. You can go downstairs, sign up, get a group of five, six, seven, eight gals and go do an escape room. There'll be two of those that we have set up. So we got, like, like I said, it's build your own con. There's tons of things going on. There's never a dull moment. We have demos going on. We have sponsors have their own suites this year. We have five sponsors who rented out suites. So you can go up, take classes from them, network with them, hang out with your favorite brands. And and we also, what else? Gosh, yeah, that's, I think it's all the big picture stuff. There's a lot of other little surprises and fun things were kind of come up. Last Sponge will be back, our, our mascot. Oh, so I so know cute. that he's very, very cute. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and he's British, by the way, just so in case people ask him. Last year on the app, they asked, you had to fill out questions. And one of them was like, what is, what country is he from? So now I, I've said enough times that we do that question again. You should know he's British. He's from, he was made in the UK. Aww, <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah, so that's it. It's it's insane. It's it's like four, like to say it's four nights of parties. There's a Friday night party. Our Saturday night party is massive, like Vegas style party with casino, and we have artists doing you know balloon animals and hair and makeup and all stuff. And then next door we have the nightclub where you can go dancing. And we have a new DJ this year they're bringing in who does both. He has an MC, but he also plays drums while doing the DJ stuff. So he'll have a drum setup along with that. A little bit of performance artist while also doing the DJ. So it should be really fun for the Saturday night party. And then we have our regular Sunday night, which is just the Lashy Awards, not just, but that's the Lashy Awards. The, the, I think the coolest uh, opportunity for lash artists to be recognized for being a great business person. It's not really about lash artistry. It's really about learning acknowledging those who are kicking it both either solo or salon owners. And then we, afterwards we have our annual will be our third annual, uh, what do you call it? Um, karaoke party, which is really cool. And then Monday night alley's back bring in lash bomb to do the, the final PJ party. So it's four nights of parties, three days of a trade shows. Like we say, two days of speakers and then one amazing event you don't want to miss. So there's a lot. I hope I got that all in a short period of time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Seriously. If you haven't been to LashCon, it's just an experience. Like it's just an experience that you really get so much out of it. You always have a really great lineup because you you do bring some lash people, but yes. you you really do bring a lot of other people from outside of our industry, which has always um, been really nice to have because usually at lash conferences, even like my own, um, 
it's like a bunch of lash people, which yeah, it's, we, a, it's a lash power lineup that you had, right? It's every yeah. name you, you want to see was at your event. Yes. Part of the thing for us was like the distinguish ourselves. Like, well, we're just going to reach outside that because I don't want, you know, well, we want to support you too. So we right. want to do different right. things. So for us, like we have, you know, someone coming who's a CPA and going to be talking about taxes, nice. both solo artists, as well as for salons. So you, you pick which one you want to go to. We have uh, actually Tara Walsh, who hasn't spoken, I think, in the United States in long time, is going to be speaking actually on the main stage, be the closing act for us. So even though Tara, she's our other OG who yeah. basically started just a little bit after me and Shelby with her podcast and Lashpreneur, she's going to be closing the whole event and can't ha wait to have her. So that'll be our, our big last name on the stage. But yeah, otherwise we have um, coaches, we have business people, we have salon owners, we have marketing people, experts. We, so we do, there are a lot of lash artists too, but it is a mm -hmm. mix of stuff. So it's not just lash artists that, that speak at LashCon. And this year we did change one thing because we get it all the time. People come to LashCon thinking they're gonna learn about lashes mm -hmm. and then they don't because LashCon ironically was never about lashes. It was always about business. So people would always, some people go, oh, I really wish I could have seen some classes on lashes. So guess what this year, we're going to have like three or four classes on lash technique. I think if I remember right, Michelle from PLA, the CEO, she's going to be teaching a class. Tress from Lashbox LA, I believe, is going to be teaching a class. So we will have, for the first time in our fifth year, some actually lash technique classes. Um, and then we also have stuff on Saturday. So one thing that's really cool about Saturday, because a lot of people come alone and they don't know anyone. So Saturday is really about meeting people. It's about mm -hmm. connecting people. So we have, in the morning, some things called Lash Lab. Those are extra class you have to pay for only 150 to have some pretty big names like Kim James speaking. Um, and you have Ali Lilly and some of these other people teaching these classes. But at, during that same time, Tuss is going to be hosting a free class or a free Q and a time. So you can come in there and it'll be really a small setting. So like maybe 50 to hundred people and you can meet people, talk to people, answer Tuss need questions. And then in the afternoon we'll have some more meetups possible, either the VIP or the, the salon or just, you know, any last artist meetup. So those are places where we create little games and ways for you to meet people and connect with people. And then you have the VIP, or then you have the a real quick preview of the trade show in the afternoon. And then we have our epic party in the evening. So, and we really do our best to have people there ready to connect with you. So when you register on your badge, it'll either say alumni or newbie. So if you're a newbie, you are identified, not because we want to mock you or make fun of you. It's actually because we want to make sure if you're new that everyone knows. So they make sure to invite you to come with them, sit with them at the table, go to get dinner with them, go get lunch, hang out with them. So they're not sitting all by yourself because it's really easy to be overwhelmed by the size of everything. So over the years, we've really focused, as you've seen, um, Shelby, you know, really, I think the staff, all the speakers, everyone knows when you come to LashCon, it's about being inclusive, welcoming people, um, being warm, smiling at people. It's not about going to your clicks and hanging out. Like we have no speaker tables at our event. Speakers are forced to sit with everyone else because they're, we're all in this together. It's not like the speakers are some elite group that's lord over us, right? Like you often see at some events. Mm -hmm. So we really want to make sure it's all we're all kind of jammed in together and that way you make those connections. So if you come alone, I promise you, you will not leave alone. Oh, yeah. That's one of our first and foremost things aside from teaching you things you need to know is making sure that you feel welcome and included. Totally. Yes. And I definitely think you guys do a great job of that. And you give a lot of opportunity for the connection in networking and the party aspect of LashCon is what I think most people have, they leave with like the memories of the first time I met someone or yeah. the time when I really connected with someone. A lot of it is from a LashCon party. And of course, I take things from this 
the talks and the speakers and everything too, obviously. But it's those times like you really appreciate events like this where you can do that and you guys are doing it so well. I'm so happy for you guys. It's oh, well-deserved and um, I cannot wait for this year because one, Disneyland, and two, it's just gotten so big. It's so cool to see. Yeah. It's kind of a homecoming, like every mm -hmm. year, just once a year, this is your homecoming. Every brand's almost there. You're all these influencers, all these people you see on the Instagram are all there. And it's, and, it, and we're all just humans, right? So finally you can just butt, nudge up to someone that you've always liked and want to talk to and they'll be there and you can chat and hang out with them, have a drink, coffee, whatever. And I will say this, it is, I mean, I've met so many people now who are names in the industry uh, who said, yeah, this is where they first met their, their, their bestie that they kind of collaborated together. Right. I've met a bunch of people who started podcasts after coming to LashCon. I've met people who started brands or trainings together because they met LashCon. It's like the list is growing and growing and growing because it really is a place where you find connection. And then I said, the other two things you find besides connection is really the inspiration because you need it every for me, I need every few months, I need a kick in the ass to keep me going and get me motivated. And this is one of those things like a huge boost yeah. uh, of adrenaline that gets you going. And then, of course, the knowledge, you know, when you walk away, even though it is a lot of people talk about the parties, there are a lot of people that can reach out to me and say, no, it was I don't get rid of the parties. It was about the learning, the classes, the information I got. It totally changed my business. Wow. And I've been able to grow yeah. my business because of this. So it's really a, a three tent pole event between the connections, the inspiration and the, and the knowledge that you get from this conference. And one thing I will say too, um, for you guys or for you specifically, because Tessany does see clients, you yeah. spend the entire year yes. planning LashCon, scouting yeah. for LashCon, um, yes. and just uh, grabbing ideas and stuff even from outside of our industry to make LashCon what it is. And so I want people to know that when you go, it's not just some speaker that asked for a favor from Paul saying, can I please speak at this year? Because can you can you just share how you pick your speakers and what um, what that process is like? Yeah, because there, there are a lot of people who reach out. Right. And I usually now it's almost like, well, get in line because I'm glad you reached out. I'm, I'm, I'm always honored when people are like, hey, I really want to be part of LashCon, especially when some of these are people that I know, like they're like big names in Europe or overseas and I've never met them, but fi they finally, I guess, got wind of LashCon. Like, okay, I need to be at this event. So what, it, but that's not enough, right? I can't just be just someone I, I, there needs to be a relationship. And mm -hmm. so there's two, a couple of ways. One, we go to the conferences a lot. Like we're going to Dallas. We went to Shelby saying we're going to Dallas, Lash Fest. We won't, and we went to UK one. We, we try to go to different events and, and, and meet and greet and speak with people. Like we're in two weeks, we're going to be at um, Revelation and Borboletta's uh, party that they have in Laguna beach. So we're going to meet people there. We're going to be at the premiere show this weekend. In fact, Shelby's going to be there too speaking. Yeah. And so we're going to be meeting and greeting people there. So always about making connections and seeing what people are doing, observing people, how they're speaking. So if you get a chance to speak and we're there, we're definitely taking notes, by the way. We're always like, in fact, I already know for next year, I have a couple of people, actually a whole bunch of people already signed up because I saw them this year speak at stuff. And I reached out to them. I said, I would love to see you speak at LashCon. So that's one way. Another way is we do have a submission process. So in November, when we're done with LashCon, you can go on there and submit your talk and just, you know, get our attention by that. That may not get you in next year, but that will at least get you on our radar so we know who you are and we'll start paying attention. Maybe we'll start following your social media. We'll start seeing what type of content you're creating, how you're blessing the industry. That's what we're looking for. We want people who are actually really 
really doing a lot of giving. We're looking for, we love speakers who give and give and give. I'm not just looking for someone who's doing a sales pitch so they can make some money off our staff or off our, our, our following. Because truth is, I feel it's, I'm doing them a dishonor if I'm just saying, I'm giving you people who just want to make money off you. I, I think you serve first. And if you serve well, the money will follow, right? So, so we look for those type of speakers through that. And then also it's just relationships. I mean, almost every speaker that comes to LashCon, I've over the years built a relationship with, got to know them, became friends with them and seen them. And as I've developed that kind of trust, I finally say, okay, let's get you on the stage. I mean, there's people speaking this year who literally five years ago wanted to speak. And I was like, not, nope, not yet year. Some of them still, I felt like need to grow really as speakers, like I've seen them now. I'm like, wow, you've really grown. You've gotten more. You really put some work in that. I really would like to see you speak now. And some, it just, I just can't have everyone on the stage. It's like I get 30, 40 people. And if I get, I have my list of speakers is well over 300 at this point. So there's it, just, I can't, I just can't get everyone on. So I hope people know that it's not ever, it's not personal. It's sometimes just a just part of the process of learning and getting to know you. And then also looking for different aspects. Like I can't have all people who teach technique or all people who are marketers or all people who are social media people. Like I need to find a mix of people so that it's balanced, that the event has many different sides to it. So that's another thing too. So if you don't get picked or you, man, I've been around and Paul keeps ignoring me. It's not because I don't want you there. I might look and go, I already have like eight CEOs speaking from other companies. How many more CEOs can I get? I need to, I can't have that many. Well, I actually probably would never have eight CEOs speak. So it's, there is right. limits to right. what I can do. So that's kind of the process. And hopefully that takes away some of the mystery. Cause I know some people um, I've, 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 I've been talked or some people reached out that they felt hurt or rejected. And it's, it's not that I, I really, if I could, I'd have, you know, a, a 10 week event and just have speakers every day going. Yeah. And I know Shelby, you've got to deal with this. It, yeah. It's, it is hard saying no or, or wait No, not this year. Cause you know, I, I like all these people. They're, these are all our friends and they're all good people. And they, I think they all have good things to say. Just, just too many voices and not enough time. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I think we've all been to, um, events even outside of the industry where it kind of felt like you didn't get a ton of value from certain talks or a lot of the talks. And, I think um, that's not the case here. You can even see if something doesn't necessarily apply to you and where you're at in the time, you can t still tell it was valuable and the person is you know, speaking about yeah. something they truly know about and it is valuable. But yeah, so I just wanted to say it's not, it's not a situation where it's just like you randomly pick people or just are willy-nilly with your choices. It's something that when you go to that event, you know that you're really going to take away a lot from it. It's well worth the price that you guys have it at. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah. A, we have tracks actually. We have like a technique track. We had a marketing track. We had a um, salon owner track, and we have a solo artist track. And I try to make sure that each of those tracks get filled with speakers that are good in those fields. So yes. that way, I, I mean, like Michelle, she's been in the industry from PLA for a long time. I think. Gosh, a long time since before 2010 and has taken, I think, like 20 classes, by the way, with every major trainer you can think of. And so I, I figured Michelle knows lashes. She has mm -hmm. got one of the biggest companies in the, in the country. So she could teach on that. And then also Tress. I mean, everyone knows Tress oh, from yeah. um, Lashbox. So having her come and do that, I think, was really nice to add them into the mix. While at the same time, having some newbies come on and speak who are experts in their area. I know a lot of people know Maddie and Elliot from Lighthearted Lash, but they're or from uh, my last two brain cells, they're going to be speaking about building online classes and trainings because they've really 
killed it selling ebooks and trainings online. And they're going to share how they do that and help you if that's where you want to go. So there's opportunities like that. So we really try to make sure we, we have a wide breadth of, of stuff that can help you no matter where you're at. So if you're solo, don't worry, you don't have to take the slums classes. And if you are really focused, like I'm marketing, I'm weak in marketing. Well, you can come and really focus on marketing and or technique. And you're like, now mm -hmm. the, finally you can just come last con and learn technique too. So we're really trying our best to really mix it up and get uh, that type of variety. So you can build, like I said, build your own con. So there's a really, really small percentage of artists that attend events, even that you know that there's going to be about a thousand people or more this year. Was yeah, that last we, year? That was last year. Last year at a thousand. This year we already have probably about eleven hundred fifty. Okay, coming. So wow. Okay. Yeah, we might end up with I think somewhere between thirteen and fifteen hundred last artists at this event. Yeah. Um. So I was going to say even that, that that's a lot of people, but that's still. Yeah, still small. such a small amount of people that come to events and I talk about it all the time you talk about it all the time but is there anything you um notice about the artists that put themselves out there to come to events like this or even just to attend like networking events um that that yeah. is obvious to you well I think there's two types that come to our event and one is really good and one is actually not so good. <laughs> not going to diminish people, but this is a risk that some people run into. I'll talk about in a second. The first one is these are the, like I said, so many people who come to LashCon and I start looking, I actually like to look when I see a podcaster or someone with training and I go back and I look at all the people who come to LashCon. Oh, they came in 2019. Oh, they came in 2021. And I look at them now. And it's kind of cool to see these are the A type personalities who are just like, no, not really an A type personality, like they're like a male dominating type, but motivated people who want to make a difference, who want help our industry. They want to bless people. They want to be, uh, they want to have a legacy in our industry. They don't want to just, you know, and by the way, there's nothing wrong saying, you know what? I like to work 20 hours a week and be home for my kids in the afternoon. And that's fine. So I want to be careful not to ever diminish whatever path you choose because each of us has different ones. But I will say the people come to LashCon are really the types that are going to motivate you. So if you're like, man, I just wish I've met some other like-minded people who want to do big things. Like I talked to my last artist in my in the area and they're all like, nah, it's okay. I just want to do my little thing, go home. And I'm, I'm not really into all that. They probably don't, they don't even look at their Instagram. They're not really driven anyway. Don't listen to podcasts. They're not, they're just, you know, you're everyday last artist living. And, and really they're, what they want is just that simple little life so they can have a job that supports them. Right. And then there's those types like you Shelby who want to take over the world <laughs> and want to do everything. I mean, Shelby's got her school. She has a salon. She has a podcast. She's doing, it has a, a, a store now is going to be doing these other types of, of travel events now i mean she literally is just blown off the lid of all the possibilities and things she's doing and you're kind of like that's our ideal client i would say that's the person that i love to see at LashCon. so if that's you or you're just starting man i really love last but i want to do more LashCon's where you come because you're going to meet people like that and that's going to give you that fire and burning and that accountability that you don't want to come back next year and go hey what did you do and like nothing i did nothing i just yep Talked about stuff I'm going to do, but did none of it. That's not it. Now, the second student, which is the or second type of person, which I say is more the it's, it's like someone who has all the intentions to be that, but they're like the, they're like the professional student. They mm -hmm. just love podcasts. They love classes, but they don't act on it. 
Like they're just always learning, always learning. And it's great to have the drive and learn, but they need to stop doing that and start taking action because I, I tend to do that. Sometimes I'm tempted to just learn, 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 read books, read podcasts, go to conferences. And then it's like, but now you have to change. You can't just learn all that stuff and not change. I remember when Shelby went with us, you came to us at team-based conference. You left the room on the first speaker and went and signed up because you're like, I need change. I'm not going to sit here and keep running my business the way I am. I'm done with the old ways. I am a person of change. And that was what make, well, that's one reason why you're who you are. You do amazing things because you're always saying, nope, not going to keep doing this, going to change it, move on, change, change, change. I remember when you talked about doing YouTube, you're like, I'm not, you you didn't happen the timeline you wanted to, but you got to it. You're doing it now. So you, you, you're willing. Sometimes our, desires or plans to take little detours but still in the end you got to do it. even with the last boss summit you you want to do that i remember we talked about doing that a couple of years ago yes. and you're like no i want to do it i want to do it and you're like oh my gosh if i do it, i just don't think it's going to be, it's not the right time but yep. you still were going to do it and you made it happen so i think that's the, we i always in fact this year i might talk about a little bit at last con say like, i don't want you to be one of those people when you come last con or you come the last boss summit or any other event or listen to our podcast. Don't just be a student, professional student who all your life, you just learn, learn. And you're like, you're the smartest person in the room because you know everything. I want you to be a person of action and just make those choices and live with the mistakes, live with the failures. Cause that's your, that's the lesson you had to learn. It's okay. And you move on from it. And eventually you'll be doing all the stuff that you talked about doing because action brings clarity yeah. without that action. You'll never know if it were a work or not. But once you start acting, then you get that feedback and then you start to grow. And then, you know, you'll, you'll maybe like me and, and, and some things we try fail horribly. And then other things you'll do great. And then you'll like, also you'll find what you like too. That's the thing too. Sometimes you, I mean, how many podcasts have started and then they end after three months? Cause I realized yeah. I don't think they really like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I have another question for you. And then I wanted to talk about what we're doing this summer. Um, yes. So I've been become really, really interested in people's habits and routines. If they have any sort of like, daily routines in their mornings, evenings. What does your work days look like? Um, I know you work a lot and um, it seems like you never get tired, by the way. I just am curious, like, (laughs) like, is there something that you're doing? I just need to hear what is Paul's like morning routine? What's his evening routine? Yeah. It's cocaine. No, uh, <laughs> it's that's weird enough. I was at a party once this is back pre COVID and with all these lawyers in New York area, my friend of mine is like this big deal. And I was at his 50th party when, and all these lawyers are from New York there. And I was like, I'm so naive because I you know, don't do drugs. Um, and I never have really, I mean, the, the pot, but you know, yeah. nothing really. Yeah. And, and so I'm in this room with these guys and they're like, so how do you keep going? How are you doing? And they're like, you know, cause they're talking about what they're doing. I'm like, and the guy goes, oh, you know, it's just, you know, a little Coke and it's okay. And I'm like, no, I'm like, really? They go, yeah, no, that, that's what we, I, I, we do Coke. <laughs> He's like, what, what you, he goes, you don't. I'm like, no, I don't ever have and they never will yeah it was just weird to see that there are people that that's how they keep mm-hmm. their you know going and all the stereotypes you think about of wall street are true uh <laughs> but that said um for me i i, I my morning routine is changed I, I used to be a night i am a night person but I, i'm also a morning person i've always been a little you know more hyper and always had good energy thank god even at this point i was always afraid by 50 something i'll be like just like a slug but not yet my those days haven't come but so i i wake up at 5 a.m most days at least during the week 
weekends i might sleep in now to seven or eight but i wake up at 5 a.m and for me it's all it's it's becoming more of a routine you're right about routines i used to not i used to almost pride myself being the anti-room routine person like every day is different every day i'm gonna not do the same thing but now for me i love to wake up make my coffee i usually read some news i, I have i get like four or five feeds from all different uh, newspapers both I would say both conservative and liberal because I actually like to hear all the information. I don't just like to get one side or the other, which I encourage a lot of other people to do because I can see I think, this. Yeah. Yeah. Often people just get in their little narrow lane and then they hate everyone else. And I'm like, no, I, I, I think it'd be smart if we all just listen a little bit more to each other and we'd find more common ground and, and ability to work together. So uh, so I do that. And then I have a quiet time. So for me, as, as a Christian, I read my Bible spend some time in prayer. I, I get a devotional that I read every day. And that's probably the first hour. So by five or six, I'm done with all the kind of getting ready for my day, reading, learning, and, and studying and, and praying and all that stuff. Then by six-ish or so, um, unless there's some urgent emails, I might get to those right away because sometimes an email comes in from something LashCon that can't wait. And then by six, I move into more of my prep time. So I will use that time, a little bit of time, just to go over my schedule, go over um, my to-do list and just kind of prioritize like today, what I'm going to do. I try to only do really one or two big projects a day that are, are that take a lot of time. And then I have tons of little things, right? So, and I've tried both of these and I can't say which one works best. Sometimes it's nice to get a whole bunch of little things out of the way because it kind of builds that momentum and you go, oh, wow, I got five things done. And then you get ready for your big project. But sometimes the temptation is to get stuck in a little stuff and then you never get to the big project, mm -hmm. which that's always painful at the end of the day. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't get any of that done. And then I usually have my one or two projects, but I usually um, take a break about eight or so, take dogs out, poop and pee, our dogs feed them. And then I then Tuss is up by that point and we drive to work and I come to the office around 10. So I, the first four or five hours, I'm actually just working out of our kitchen because we, um, one day we'll have an office when our kids are moved out. But for now, the kitchen is my office. And uh, yeah, and then um, I go to the office and then we do the day. Now, every day as far as work goes is... For sure. It's, there's nothing similar. There's like no patterns. Same. It is just one thing to the next. It, it's always a, an adventure. And then evenings for me, my times are are very, very simple. I literally get home. I, 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 I try to fast 16 hours a day. So I'm usually try to be done eating by 9 I take a late dinner usually, then go, then I spend an hour maybe just reading or relaxing with Tuss, maybe see a show, not so much as we used to. And then I'm in bed between 10 and 11. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty unexciting. <laughs> and it's that's just... literally like six days a week almost. Cause I've Sundays are my one day. I tend to try not to work much. I, yeah. I, I tend to take most of Sundays off if I can. So, or unless we're traveling. Yeah, I've noticed because like getting your emails sometimes, I'm like, what time? Do, when does Paul sleep? <laughs> because yeah. like, it's it's just funny. I'm like, wow, like you are one. I think the hardest worker I know. Actually, you just are always working, and it's um, it's just interesting to hear people's well, how they get it done. Yeah, well, the good news is my kids are all grown, right? My youngest yeah. is 23, and she just moved out last week. So at this point, I have one kid left in the house. The other two are out. So it's weird when you get older, you actually have a lot more time. Also, you're just like, you know, and yeah. because, you know, we we really are aiming to build something right now, and we got some momentum. So I almost feel like I need to keep pouring more fuel in the fire because I, I, I've always worked a lot, but I've never worked this much. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's like. 80 hour weeks are normal right now. That's not the exception. That's the norm for now. <laughs> I think there's something too about like when you find, when you find your groove, your purpose, even it, it yeah. does, it just, 
everything feels better than when you work a job that was okay, but it was like yeah. not this. So yeah. And I think running a salon for us was just okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I liked it. It was fun, but it definitely had a lot of hardships. This, I don't, I, I really, there's very few things that I look at and I bang my head against the wall. There, I mean, I can, I got one probably I could come up with. I won't publicly say, but yeah. overall this job is actually, it's fun. I mean, when they, they're getting to interact with people, helping lash artists with their life, with their career, with their business, working with all the major brands and talking to them, getting to know the CEOs and their management and their people and, and getting to be friends with them and, and then going and traveling too. Now. I mean, that's a big part of the last few years. Oh, yeah. We're gone almost every other week at some lash related event or beauty related event. And that's been really fun. Cause we're getting, to, I feel like we're making friends all over the country. I mean, we're going to be in your place in three weeks. We're going to yeah. see, actually, we see you three times this month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. So yeah. we are, it's our second annual Las Vegas yes. lash social. It's a, such a yep. tongue twister. Um, yeah, it is a little bit. <laughs> we're throwing the same party we threw last year, same place. It's in the, Blanca Penthouse, the Sahara, Sahara Hotel. Sahara, yeah. Sah Is it Sahara or Sahara? Sahara. I don't know. Sahara. Sahara. Let's say Sahara Hotel. <laughs> well, yes. Um, one of those. I don't know. Same tomato, thing. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's during IBS, which I've been going to IBS for a long, long time. So have yeah. you. I, I think we may have like passed each other at one point during IBS. Um, Maybe. I mean, I we went there. 2011, I think, 20, 2010, 2011, I think is when we, I started going, Tusk went before that even. And you started, okay, when did you start going? Okay, that's way before me. Um, <laughs> I know you and me tried to connect in 2018. Yes, that's when I'm talking about. Because yeah. I, I think I went to y'all's booth, but y'all weren't there, but I think someone yeah. else was there anyway. Um, yeah, our staff was there. back. That's when we had our salon staff. Right. So we were running demos and we were also doing podcasting in the was. afternoon. And we had met, through Instagram and DM'd each other. And, and you said, I'm going to be there. And I said, yeah, come on by. And yeah, unfortunately yeah. I got back to our booth and said, yeah, this gal Shelby ish. And they weren't like, came down and like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a uh, last boss. And they were like, oh, she left. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I, I still love that event. It's kind of the, um, original thing that I would kind of just go to every year, my staple yeah. in my lash career. Um, now it's LashCon, but I still actually go yeah. to IBS. I just don't consider it to be as heartfelt as LashCon, but, um, <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, so we, we've done a lot of things at IBS before we've, we've ho um, hosted booths together and done live mm -hmm. podcasts. And this year and last year, it's a party for lash yeah. artists. And so I'll let you share about it and then I'll, and yeah, we'll just kind of, yeah, no, we, we last year, I mean, because I remember, I don't know if you, I think you were there. Did you go to Allie's party she had in Vegas, like yes. 2019? That was inspiring. When Allie did that, I was like, oh, this is so cool. They had a suite um, at the win, I think it was. Yeah, at the win. Mm -hmm. And it was just super cool. I just yeah. remember thinking how fun it was and how neat it was to be in this suite. So we, well, I, then after COVID kind of ended, I, I remember we had partnered um, at IBS doing the booth and I was like, well, we can do that again. And I think, I don't know which one of us, but one of us said, well, why don't we just do a party instead? Because I think that's a little bit more fun because I know there's a lot of hair related stuff going on, but there aren't a lot of lash related things going on at IBS. 
So we came with this idea last year and kind of, I think it was like a couple months before the event. I don't think mm -hmm. we planned it oh, really yeah. far in advance. And we just kind of, you found out of all places, you found a suite that wasn't rentable. <laughs> our penthouse, I should say, not our suite. You found a penthouse that's not supposed to be in the public venue or event. And somehow Shelby through her magic found it. And we got it at the Sahara Hotel. And we basically, it's on the 14th or 18th floor, something like that, at the very top. And Lenny Kravitz designed it. So it has this really cool vibe, modern, very funky type of thing, like a rock and roller would do. And it has an outdoor patio area as well as a, a huge bar area and then a couple of rooms. And we just, decked it out. We, we decorated the rooms thematically and we had a, a bar and we had, then we had Elvis. Elvis, <laughs> yeah. Elvis. We had some people doing henna so you can get some henna art done. And this year we're still working on all that stuff, but we'll have things this year. You can do similar type of stuff that we hope. I think we might have another Elvis self um, sighting. That's my hope at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's in the, we had well over 200 people. I think we were tapping at 200, but I it think we ended crazy. up at like 250 or something like that. I mean, the coolest part for me was when I, cause we don't know who, I mean, we know people bought tickets, but you don't know when they're coming or how it's going to happen. And, and there was a fear like, what if they all come at the end of the night, like the last yeah. hour that would suck. Like we have two hours. We're just sitting around with 10 people, you know, looking at each other. Well, this is a great party. We had a line of like, it looked like a nightclub. We had a line of about a hundred women, right? I think we started at nine last year. Mm -hmm. This year it's at 8 p.m. It was at 9 p.m. hundred women around the corner. And it was, I was like, I was like scared and excited at the same it time. It got a little chaotic, right? Yeah. At the beginning, it was just, a, ugh, man. And I, I had to hop behind the bar for a lot of the night too. Yeah. And um, yeah, we it was just such a interesting experience, like throwing that party, like behind it the was. scenes. Even beforehand, we were like at the store together, loading yeah, up right. the U-Haul. I'm sitting in the back of the U-Haul, just like oh my gosh. <laughs> it well, was so we got, hot. yeah. Anything bad happens, Shelby may not be here today if I ran into someone because she was just holding on with all these boxes and alcohol <laughs> all around. Yeah. It would have been a hot mess. So thank God nothing happened. But yeah, this year, um, we're we're gonna dish or have the hotel assist yeah. us with the bartending so that you know shelby can actually hang out with people right and this year we're going to really do something i think i'm glad that we, we really kind of want to do but didn't didn't do as much last year and that's me shelby tuss and a couple of our staff are going to be there to meet and greet you when you first arrive and help you get um personally into the yeah event. yeah we're going you're going to have a host Right. It's going to welcome you and walk you in, kind of show you the lay of the land. So if you've not been there from the previous year, you won't walk in cold. We'll show you where it is. We're going to have um, an Instagram booth. Actually, we're going to have two Instagram um, setups for photos. And then we're also going to have a 360 booth. So you can do that. So mm -hmm. we have all these different things set up where you can get lots of pictures. And the place is very Instagrammable, by the way. Oh, yeah. So you, you, you'll love it. And so, yeah, I think this year we're going to really focus on connection and make sure when you show up that you're not just sitting in the corner, yep. you know, steering staring at your drinks, staring around, waiting for the, you know, for the time to leave. So or we, start looking at your phone. Yes. And we have at the, at the bottom this year, we're going to have a table with, um, name tags and yes. you can do that, right. get on, um, you know, check in with the guest list holder, and then we'll escort you up. It's so official being escorted up. And then yes. you arrive and it's the whole floor of the penthouse is just the penthouse. It's, it's really cool. And, um, yeah. It's our place. No, no one else there. Not sharing it. It's our private party. So, and it's, it's, it's fun. Massive we, I too. mean, 
it's massive. We, we'll have about 250 people this year and max, I think is what we'll max it out at. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And we sold out last year, last year, I, th- I think Shelby probably got texts like me. I was getting texts and DMs like, I need to get in. I need I to get a party. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. We're sold out. I have no more space. So don't wait. You yeah. Know, this is one of those things you, you, you don't want to just go to IBS. And go, oh, I'll just get a ticket when I get there. Like a lot of things you can't, not, not mm-hmm. this party. You'll, you'll need to buy your ticket beforehand. <laughs> and try that day, you know, go to dinner, whatever you're going to do. But the party starts at eight and the first hundred yeah. people to get there yes. are getting a swag bag. So just try to be one of those first hundred, especially if you love swag. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good swag bag. We got 20 sponsors, 20, over 20 items. I mean, some of these brands are putting like multiple items in the swag bag. So mm-hmm. it's, and uh, swag bag's cute too. So it should be really fun and another bonus. So yeah, first 100. I, th- I think that's why we had so many people show up on time. It was like, everyone's like, I want the swag bag. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you definitely want to get there early. Don't be late because otherwise, yeah, it'll still be fine. Just no swag. That's all. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm so excited for that. And then, of course, we have uh, the premiere show uh, next or this coming weekend. Yep. And- yeah, we're going to be in Orlando, which is, I didn't know, is probably, I mean, now it's the bigger show. Like IBS and IEC combined used to be the biggest show. I think they had like 80,000 plus, but now IBS shrunk a little bit. It's a lot of, there's like 30 to 40 lash brands, by the way, they're going to be at IBS this year. So you cannot just come for our party, which is, I think, the best part of it. But there are a lot of lash brands that are going to be there, some new ones too. I've, I looked at the lineup just the other day. And so there's some new brands that you haven't heard of. So it would be a good chance to come to the party of two days, 25th and 26th of June. The walk around it is only $95 right now to get in. And you get, uh, or no, not science, I think $75. Yeah. And if you use, our code what's it it's lash, lash 10 lash 10 10 lash 10 you save ten dollars off and you get into ibs show for ten dollars cheaper mm-hmm. which helps pay for your ticket to our party exactly <laughs> so, and our party's 87 dollars. so 87 dollars. Yeah. yeah june 25th sunday night right in the middle right if you come into the trade show it's sunday monday so you know we're right in the dead center of that so mm-hmm. you do your first day on the floor come to the party drive home if you need to or fly home or spend the second day on the floor it's uh you know most people i think will be flying on saturday and leaving probably monday so yeah we're right in the dead middle of the whole thing yeah awesome well thank you so much paul for coming on oh, always, always a, pleasure. a pleasure oh thanks um <laughs> yes but yeah thank you so much and i know we're gonna maybe... hang out a lot this month yes exactly <laughs> Okay. Pretty well, awesome. Cool. Thank you so much, Paul. You're awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it.